going to say, oh, we didn't do a mic check. Hello, my name is Adam. <laughs> Hello, my name is Ryan. And your name? Kate. Welcome to Ryan, Adam, and Kate's show where we are <laughs> doing our horror movies for the month of <laughs> December. 20, <laughs> what year is this? 2025. I think this is Thanksgiving week. Now, I, I understand that you could watch horror movies any time of the year, right? You could watch them. I, I think Eli Roth's Thanksgiving movie is coming out. Oh, Thanksgiving is that from Grindhouse. Because it was the Grindhouse. It was the Grindhouse trailer. No, he did that Thanksgiving trailer. Oh, yes. And I think yes, he made yes, it into yes, a movie. Yes. You can watch horror movies all year long. So these are still good recommendations. But yes. It's still fresh, baby. We're fresh. It's getting a little I guarantee nuts. you, we're fresh. Right, guys? <laughs> oh, yeah. We're way fresh. I think it's fair to say all of our hearts are in uh, on this. My I'll heart, tell you what. My spleen. We're, we're pretty excited. I want your hands on my heart. I want your hands on me. That's what we heard at the top of the show. Sinead O'Connor. That might be in um, my number 11, but unfortunately, it's not my turn. Whose turn is it? I believe it's Kate's turn, and we're going counter... No, we're going regular clockwise. Yeah, I guess. I don't know clocks. And Kate, your number 11. My number 11 is a movie called Gemini uh, that came out in 99. It's a Japanese movie. Have either of you heard of this? I have not heard of it. Nobody. I just remember that it's what the killer's name is in Exorcist Three. I, I know. I, I couldn't think of it last too. week. Gemini. Um, anyway, like the Zodiac. same guy that did like Tetsuo the Iron Man. I don't know if you guys know any of those. I missed movies. that one. Yeah. Um. John Favreau. <laughs> it's very strange. He did it's, to Iron Man. Yeah. It's weird, and I watched it late at night, of course. But um, I wrote down what happened because it was confusing. So this guy is a doctor. And this plague breaks out. It, take, it takes place in like 1910. And then he has to pick between this really wealthy patient or this like poor peasant type of patient. And then that's one plot. And then there's a subplot where he has this evil twin brother who is coming after him. And oh... I don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> You're going to get mad. Well, I don't at me. think that we're not supposed to. We're not supposed to. But sometimes I want to talk about the crazy shit that happened, and I guess I can't. I but go, you know what? Go ahead. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> so, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> he throws him down the well, and then he kind of takes over his life. Um, and, like, his wife suffers from amnesia. Um, Is that one of those Adidas hats Wait. where it looks like. Yeah, that's a good one. What? I like it. What's wrong with it? What does it look no, like? No, I like that hat. That's all I'm but saying. What did you say? One of those. It's ad- one of those Adidas logo things. Oh, yeah. Wait, yeah. his wife suffers from what? I forgot. Good one. Nah. <laughs> but uh, what did I say? What did I say? Uh, kills his parents. <laughs> evil twin takes over, throws him in the well, falls in love with his wife, gets out and kills him. <laughs> that, old, that old story. Um, Was it good? It it was interesting, but I need to rewatch it again. I only watched it that one time. Visually, it was really cool. The colors were cool. I feel like I say this about a lot of films, but um, yeah, I don't know. It was kind of cool. Do you guys know anything about like 60s Japanese kabuki or anything like that? No, I've seen Sergeant Kabuki, man. I'm aware <laughs> of what kabuki is. There's but- like nods to that, like themes throughout yeah. that. And it was pretty cool. It's it's worth it's worth seeing. I think if you're into foreign movies, if you can handle something like that. Oh, <laughs> I don't know who that's directed? Shots towards. fired in the first movie. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Yeah, 
Thank you, Kate. Yeah, you're welcome. I know I did a really good job (laughs) selling that one for everybody. Would you like to intro Ryan? Oh, yeah. Ryan, your number 11. My number 11 was a uh, an American movie. Uh, it, it, you don't say. <laughs> I uh, Come on now. That's not fair. Um, I got some really interesting stuff on this list. This one is not one of them. This was one of uh, a very few uh, 90s, late 90s slashers that I missed when that whole like, boom was going on. I missed this one, so I thought I would watch it now. Uh, Urban Legend. Oh, wow. 1998, Jamie Blinks. Uh, late 90s slasher, Joshua Jackson and people like him are in it. It's pretty bad. Oh, I can tell you. <laughs> Joshua Jackson. Joshua Jackson and With people like him. Hair. Yeah. Yeah, no, Ooh. it's horrible, right? Frosted tips. But it's like a, it's, it's very like, 90s. It's like the, I, I got one of those I still know what you did last night. It's one of those like I think the first one of those is better, but I'm just saying it's like one of those 90s slasher movies. It was fine. I've seen worse, but it was very fucking Did Wes Craven do that? Fart in the Wind. Uh, oh no, you just No, said but Robert someone... England is in it. Yes, he is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you just said the director. It's worth sorry. watching like as a mindless Oh, that's one I, I watched a lot when I was growing up. I remember a lot of the scenes. I don't know why I thought it was supernatural. I didn't know it was a slasher movie. No. I it's mi- like I, all those weird uh, yeah. myths. I missed that. Yeah, yeah, where he's ki- they're being killed in, as in like the deaths are being like like an urban legend. What are the, what's the urban what's what is the first urban legend that's brought up in the movie I, Urban Legend? Well, I, I watched the movie a, a, year, a year ago. A, it feels a like, but I remember like there's like the. The hook one or something. <laughs> yeah, the Joshua Jackson where he's like he's hanging, hanging, and his feet are. I never heard half annoying. these. The stories. myth of Joshua Jackson <laughs> hanging in the forest. You know that old that old classic. I think they reference like Bloody Mary and stuff like that. It's all, some of them are ones where you're like you kind like the I don't know if they do the call in the house one, but some of them are the ones that you've heard, and then a lot of them I feel like they're just like you know that old like urban legend, and you're supposed to just go along with it. <laughs> I, I don't know. Listen, it's not a very good movie. But I did watch it, apparently, did, according to this list. Did that spawn uh, 100,000 sequels? I think it had a few. Mm. It was basically yeah, like after, after like Scream, everyone was trying to make these teen uh, slasher movies where the teenagers were played by 25-year-olds. Yeah. And it just was one of those. was the closest thing. You know, Jared Leto's in that God, movie. The one before that wasn't very good on my list either. My list is weird. <laughs> Jared Leto, yes, he's one of the dudes in it, yeah. That's like from forever ago, and he was kind of just like a, a normie. Yeah, I didn't know no name. who he was. Like It was yeah. kind of like, I read it, and I'm like, oh, that's Jared Leto. What is the or Jared Leto sort of stayed? What's the best scream ripoff? Is it I know what you did last summer? Yeah, probably. And that's not saying much. That's the one that came out. That's from that like string of '90s slashers. That was mm. probably of the best, but that's mm-hmm. not saying much. No. Are no. you? Are are you? Are is that it? I'm are satisfied, Adam. You're number eleven. <laughs> My number eleven was. Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Master. Okay, another Robert England classic. 1988, the year of my birth, directed by Rennie Harlan. You might remember Rennie Harlan from directing Die Hard 2, Deep Blue Sea, or Cliffhanger. Yeah, that's right. I did know that. Now, this this is uh, Fred, Cheeky Freddy. Is this the first Cheeky Freddy? Or Yeah, this is like the MTV Freddy. This is where Freddy yeah. is bigger than life, like larger than life. And I kind of feel like it's MTV six years too late 
or something. Like he's making jokes in the others, but this is the one where it's like, oh, he's wearing sunglasses on the beach. Like, right? Isn't that in, that, in this movie? It's really silly. Yeah, and that's um, where you get like a, a somebody getting killed. To I want your hands on me. Oh, is that what that? Yeah, I knew so. I knew that song from somewhere. There's also another song in that movie that's really kind of catchy yeah there there are the, i can't think of how, how it goes some of the songs are pretty good yeah. and you know what the set pieces and the visual effects uh they're above average anywhere anywhere is but, that in there it's something like that but it's 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 deeply flawed on every other level um here's some of the highlights from the movie i wrote down some how's this for a wet dream and the guys in the waterbed yo that is a line <laughs> from some other movie uh actually i believe the 2010 remake of Nightmare on Elm Street because I caught it on Fear Fest. They're just repeating jokes. And the lame Rorschach Freddy said something like that. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Doing uh, member berries from the fourth movie for some reason. Uh, And then the other one, now this was a little horrifying. Want to suck face? Yeah. And And he sucks... That girl, like she's sitting in a in a desk at a classroom. Yeah, and he sucks. He starts like he just, it like like a balloon. Yeah, he like deflates <laughs> her like a balloon. Is that the one with the roach house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I also wrote a note here. I took a melatonin during watching this, and that was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, man. Um, I remember liking it, but it's pure silliness. This, I'm not like, sure if I've seen it. It's almost like more of a comedy. You're having fun watching it. Yeah, I would say the only reason you should watch this is if you're ripping through nightmare movies. I mean, he looks pretty insane on that cover. Can you look at that? Oh, yeah, that, some weird eyes. That face. Yeah, des- a, I, describing covers is good for thirty-one and thirty-one. Uh, yeah, we haven't done that yet. Thank you for bringing that to uh, to our attention, Kate. I'm being sarcastic. No, no. Oh, I, I thought remember because like it's an audio medium. I, I, I remember <laughs> last year looking up the covers and thinking, "Oh my god, Chucky looks terrifying on this." Co- and sometimes they're just so funny, or they have like silly taglines. What's the tagline? Uh, terror beyond your wildest dreams. Well, that's bad. That's pretty Ooh. bad. <laughs> yeah, it should have just been has this for a wet dream. <laughs> <laughs> How's like the suck bad. face? <laughs> no, I, I, I remember liking the fourth one. I think it's some of them I don't like uh, because they get almost too serious or too wacky. But I thought that one kind of kept it in the middle well. But yeah, it's it's it is what it is. It's mid, as the kids would say. Well. Maybe the kids would say that. Yeah, but by the time this happened, com- by the time this comes out, that slang is going to be <laughs> obsolete. Kate, you're number twelve. Mid sticking. <laughs> mid sticking. Mid sticking. Go mid-stickin'? ahead. Well, no, what's that mean? What does it mean? I what's think mid? The term mean? is going to stick. But please, oh, mid sticking. Uh, Hell House LLC. Okay. Which I've seen like streaming a bunch, and there's a couple sequels. But it came out in 2015. It was directed by Stephen Cognetti. Um, I did not like it. Really? People really liked this one, I, I think. Know. I know. So it. I feel like it's me. I never even heard um, of it. I never but saw it. But it's found footage, and it's just basically about... I can't watch found footage anymore. This accident that happened at this, like... You know, this abandoned place that they turned into a uh, haunted uh, attraction. And then... Um, oh, what am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck am I saying? I think something happened. I think like people went there and then they got murdered. So then this team went there. 
Um, again, I feel like this is forever ago that I watched this, so I'm trying to remember. But nothing really scary happened. There were just clowns, <laughs> like, that just moved in different spots. People with these clowns, and, they're going to get uh, over it. Found footage clowns. Yeah, get you know, over your found like, footage clowns. <laughs> It's like, I don't know. Oh, Gary, I thought you were in there. Wait, no, Gary, you were in there. No, that was someone else. Gary is pretty scary. <laughs> but I do. I, scary Gary. That's how I felt about um, like the Paranormal Activity movies where it was like the door opened a little. And I remember just thinking like, who gives a fuck? I never understood. Like, I didn't get into it. I don't I don't know. For some reason, I thought <laughs> it was like a paranormal investigators, but it just says unexplained accident. So something happened and then. I love that it's, it um, just says that. You saw the movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but I was trying to put like when I was watching it, what the premise was too. <sighs> I thought my notes deleted. I got really uh, nervous. They didn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can you imagine if your notes deleted? Oh, I still have the notes. I mean, the I last... have notes, and it's basically like I don't have any. <laughs> I, have so. notes from the, I have notes from the last few years still on my phone, but like Me too. this would be bad because do I. Do you want to f- do last year's after I this? I would forget the movies. No God. The no. reheat. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. But uh, yeah, nothing really scary happens. Don't know why it's so popular. I don't really think it like contributes anything. It's kind of boring. <laughs> but that's me. Oh. Sorry. Uh Ryan, you're number twelve. Okay, so this was um I really I I liked this movie, but it was it was it was almost like more of a drama than a horror. But I it was a horror, but it was like it was anyway. Dark Knight of the Scarecrow, nineteen eighty one by Frank D. Felita. It was a made for TV movie, but it was really cool, it was well done. It, it was like solid acting. It was basically this um this mentally challenged guy is hanging out with this like little girl mm-hmm. and this like mailman and all these townspeople are like nervous about it. Basically, they end up killing him and, he, and, it, and he's dressed like a scarecrow and he's an actor. I've seen him and stuff. It's a lot of character actors. And now each one of these guys is being picked off. But like it's done in this really subtle way where you can't – it might be accidents. You can't tell if they're actually seeing this scarecrow – and like falling into a chipper or if it's an accident because of their guilt. There's a lot of drama behind it. And the mailman who's played by Charles Dunning, you've seen him. Mm-hmm. He's, he's in like um, a bunch – he's in some Coen Brothers stuff. He's in a bunch of stuff. He he, he plays this scumbag mailman. Dude, you, you start to kind of get the feeling that his feelings towards this little girl might be fucking not okay. Like you start to like he's – like, he's like cowardly. And he, he's, like, hurting people to not get caught for what he did. And, like, you start to fucking hate this mailman. And he's the guy you're following the whole movie yeah. during, like, Halloween time. And I don't know where it is, Midwest or South. But uh, everything is really subtle and underplayed because it's a TV movie. I, I, was, I was really sort of impressed by it. I thought it was actually a really cool – it stuck with me more than most of these movies. But, like, it was like, ooh, that was kind of weird. I don't know. It, it worked for me. I think scarecrows are an untapped market of horror. Yeah, and and you only just kind of see them. Like it's <laughs> it's not it's not overkill, but it's he has these eyes. It's shot really well. Anyway, uh, Chris really likes this movie, but Mooney is the one who actually told me he was watching it. And he said it was excellent, so I'm like, all right, I'll check it out. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's not the most fun movie. I don't know that I'm gonna watch like dying to see it again, but I, I was compelled by it. I thought it was pretty cool. I think oh, you guys shit. would. I think you guys would get a, something out of it. Would dig it. All right. Maybe it's a little cheesy. It's made for TV, but 
you know what it is? I was just shocked by it, maybe. Maybe I didn't think the expectations would live up. I was shocked by by it. But, you know, there's not a lot of gore. You don't see a lot of kills. Like I said, it's almost more of a drama. But anyway, it's I... It's a Wreck-It Ryan wreck of approval right there. I, I thought it was neat. I thought it was a neat movie. So that's my... Uh, that's my number. Uh, there's twelve. Twelve, yeah. Slimy mailman movie. All right. Um, so Adam, your number thirteen. Twelve. Well, either way, you you pick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Deep Red, nineteen seventy-five, an Italian oh. production directed by Dario Argento. You might remember him from Suspiria, Phenomena, and Trauma. Uh, this I'm, is a. Uh, uh, I, I wrote these notes. Here's what I did. I wrote highly stylized in a way that's ahead of its time. Music by Goblin rules and wildly enhances lingering shots. Wow, this movie just got really dry for a long stretch. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. Uh, I was really hoping it would be more awesome. You know, this is one that I keep wanting to watch along with other Giallos because some of these came out even before like Halloween and. Like I want to, I like whodunits and I like slashers and I like the way these movies look. But the reason I never watched them and I didn't watch this one still is because every I, I do feel like there's a they get really dry at some point. Like they're yeah. old and I, it's just not that fun to watch for me. Yeah, not a lot of kill, not a lot of killing going on. You think the title Deep Red, you would really think um, it would be, you know, bloody, but yeah. it, it's not. It's not that crazy bloody, really, you know? It's somebody gets stabbed to death in the beginning of the movie and then they're trying to figure out who did it. Yeah. Which is, you know, pretty classic early it's, 75 giallo film. Very basic, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I couldn't, I guess, I, I couldn't recommend it to a casual fan. That's why I didn't watch it because I asked you if you watched it and you said... Yeah, uh, I, I told you, I said you texted, don't even... You wrote, I, I watched it, boring. And I just <laughs> went, all right. Yeah, uh, watch Suspiria Phenomena. I've never seen that. I've seen Suspiria though. This yeah. time was on my list. It was number Phenomena. one. Phenomena. Yeah. I, I need to check myself into an institution. Yeah, me too. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, my dry, dry as hell review of Deep Red. <gasps> Kate, your number thirteen. Uh, my number thirteen is Megan or M three again. Oh, did we see that in theaters yeah. together? All of us. Yeah, we saw it together. Yeah. The only reason why I rewatched it was because M three um, again. Uh, the Paul F. Tompkins podcast, they did a watch along, so I thought it'd be fun. The Stay at Home oh, Kids. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was fun doing that. Oh, that, uh, yeah, that I could see being fun. I did that for uh, Muppets Christmas Carol last year. Oh, you did? It was actually a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah it is. I fun. watched it with them. It was fun. Yeah. Um, that, obviously, you guys know the movie's not anything special, but uh, I don't know. It's kind of uh, entertaining and silly. Yeah, it's fine. It's it was fine. fine. Uh, I like her little dan dance. That, that was she the does. thing that was everyone was talking about. Was the yeah, dance. that was the big thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, nothing was going on in February of last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, th I think it's the highest grossing movie in February or January ever. It's dance. It's dances. Really? Yeah. Remember how everyone was going crazy about that Wednesday dance? Yeah, I think it's the TikTok generation. Oh. Everybody loves a little dance now. Yeah. Everybody loves a little short choreographed dance. That's like that's in right now. Yeah, I don't get it. 
But um, people like the dance. I think the the little girl in the movie is the little girl from the Hill House series. Really? I, I like her. Yeah. She's cute. Oh, you mean the real girl. I thought you meant like in the costume. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. No. Doing the dance. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Allison Williams is fine. She's... Uh, I never watched anything with her, so I... She's other pretty than, mid. Other than Megan. Yeah, she's kind of mid. You didn't see Get Out? <laughs> oh, that's right. She is in Get Out. She You're right. You got. You caught me. I caught you. Yeah. Um, she plays a real a real asshole in that. In Get Out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. It's kind of a jerk. Um... <laughs> I'm trying to think of what else. I think it's funny when she's like, "That'll never get old." Yeah, do you remember when she's like crawling through the, yes, the woods? Yes, I do remember. That. Yeah, and then when um, she's going through the fen- the fence and the dogs like dragging her through and ripping her apart. Do you remember that? I do. Yes. Okay. Is this the Chris Farley show? <laughs> <laughs> you remember that scene where Megan? Anyway, yeah. that yeah. was awesome. But it was, was it awesome. was fun as a little watch along. An easy thing to throw on this list, too. It, I wanted to do something like that, like have a watch along or have like, I think I did the Joe Bob Briggs thing last year. I didn't do anything like that this year. But yeah, it's fun. It makes it fun. Yeah. So, Ryan, you're number 13. You guys probably never heard of this movie. It never had any sequels. Uh, Saw. <laughs> it's uh, 2004 James Wan. Now, here's the thing. I, I have some stuff I want to say. Uh, so they were making this Saw X, you know, and I thought maybe this would be like a fun Fast and the Furious thing if I went through these Saws because I've never seen any of them. Yeah. And I didn't do that. I, I am curious to see the others, and I think eventually I will, but mm. I'll just tell you right now, I did not get very far with Saw. And and, and the reason is, is A, it's really the main reason. I didn't want my fucking list to be a bunch of Saw movies. It really comes yeah. down to that. Um, so here's what I wrote, uh, the, the escape room premise. And con- no, wait, have you seen this before? No, I literally just said I've never seen this Oh, movie. sorry. I'm, it's all good. Uh, I wrote the escape room premise wow. and contraption killings are a fun concept, but it's not a very good movie. Now, I like the concept of like, it kind of invented escape rooms in a way, but of these people in this room and they don't know why they're in this room. And I, I like that. But the movie looks like dog shit. Like it's filmed with a very yeah. low budget. There's like a cheesy cop movie going on that isn't good. It's it's yeah. got it's it's which I think is the Saw style, which is like these quick like cuts, and it's like it's got this style of its own that I don't think is very cool. I do you like the dad, the stepdad from Liar Liar in it? Oh, Carrie Owls. Yeah, Owls. I love that guy. I I'll tell you, what, he's not very good, but I like him. Yeah. What about t- Daniel Glover? Daniel Glover. <laughs> Is it seems to me, and I actually listened to the a Scott hasn't seen episode for this, oh. and they were talking about this. I get the, and he knew where they filmed this movie, Scott. He's like, they filmed it in this really cheap like warehouse <laughs> where I used to film shit. Um, Daniel Glover, I think, probably filmed on this movie for about three hours. Oh yeah, they you said, all right, tell. stand over here, stand over there. It's like I don't think he knows where he is. Is that one line? Uh, he's like, show yourself, you sick asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that sticks out. It was, it's not, and also the, I, I knew the ending. I knew the twist ending already, Kate. Uh, and I've said this on this podcast. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. The end, the <laughs> twist ending that everyone's like, "Whoa!" It makes no sense. So the twist ending is that the body in the room with them was Jigsaw the whole time. I know time. the twist ending. I know. I'm explaining it to oh, the listener. Oh, well, po- you're looking at me like... Well, what do you want me to look at? The rum? No, I know, but... But my point is... is <laughs> I thought before when you were like, Kate, like... That okay. ending... Well, you, I just was making sure you were listening. That ending doesn't make any sense. There's no reason for him to be the guy in the room. 
Like, I, I'd have to really rewatch it. I haven't seen this movie in so long. He could long. be anywhere, right? Yeah, and there's these scenes where they're looking at him and they're like, whoa, you could tell he's dead because he's not breathing. And it's like... <laughs> and also, <laughs> he's pushing a button that's electrocuting them the whole movie. So I guess he's just doing that under his like. <laughs> There's no reason for it. He could be watching them from a camera. There, it's literally a twist for the sake of a twist. It means yeah. nothing. And yeah. it's so it's not a great movie. But I did watch it. And uh, Adam, you're number thirteen. Uh, Final destination. Oh, I've seen those. Came out in the year two thousand. Not my favorite year. For horror films. It was directed by James Wong. Or for not anything. To, not to be confused with James Wan. Hey, I just read a James Wan movie. It was called Saw. Yeah, whoa. <laughs> but this is James Wong, who oh. uh, was a writer on The X-Files. That's correct. Yes. Um, I kind of feel like our core audience has is probably pretty familiar with this. I just... Everyone is, yeah. I, I, I wrote two... I wrote four words here. No villain, no interest. It's oh, just... Death doesn't scare you? I think the idea of death <laughs> sort of chasing you is like what is like we all can relate to. You know what I mean? That's like the deepness of it. I do think it would have made for an excellent X-Files episode as That's, it was yes. kind of originally intended. I but agree. It's a fun concept for like an episode. A, a two-hour teen slash... Like Turned into seven semi, movie. Semi-slasher <laughs> horror movie. No. And just... It's all for the kills. You're watching it for the kills. That's all you're doing for those movies. Everything about that aesthetic... Just the way those, oh, everything from 1999 through 2004 was lit. Dude. Just everything's lit so bright. I couldn't agree more with you. The, everything it, from it, the late 90s to the early 2000s is everything. It just Fashion, stinks. music, it just sucks. <laughs> just sucks. Uh, All of it sucks. <laughs> Even the shit that was going on in the world, like everything sucked about that time. Frosted tips. Frosted tips. Stifler. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of grew on me as he became an adult. But oh, yeah, I forgot he's in the movie. Yeah, Stifler's yeah. in there. He was basically what I thought it was. He's Pete Davidson of that time. Whoa. Like, we have to throw. We have to throw Sean William Scott and everything now. Oh my you know? god, and that's he, you're not you're not way off. Yeah, and you know I think it took me until he was on Always Sunny to come around to him. I'm telling you. Know? you like, it took yes. like 14 years for me to be like, all right, he's, like, he's, he's, he's a cool guy. He's pretty good in role models. Oh, yeah, too. he was in role models. But that was around okay. the same time. He like became an adult. And yeah, then like, I like him as an adult. Yes. As a... Um, as like a teenager who's like... Ooh, like <laughs> as a 25-year-old playing a teenager, <laughs> I don't like him. But as a 35-year-old, I'm playing like, all right. Playing a teenager, he's I, not so bad. I, you know. I guess he can hang, but yeah, this is one of the the worst movies. I just I've been avoiding this movie forever, and I figured out ah, what the hell. I'll I'll step out of my box. I'll open my mind to Final Destination, and I regret it. I watched all of them <laughs> like a year ago. I, I went through them, and they're all pretty much the same. Yeah. And that's Candyman is in the first one, right? Yeah, Tony Todd. Yeah, he Tony is. That's great. Yep. Anyway, sorry. I'm glad you remembered because I would have forgot forever. <gasps> Kate, your number 14. My number 14 is one that I think we all watched. Sweet. So we may be able to all talk about <laughs> Ernest Scared Stupid. I did not watch it. You I didn't, didn't watch it either. No. You didn't watch it either? Oh my God. Look, I loved uh. Ernest. In like middle school and probably high school because I was a weird <laughs> kid. I was him for Halloween. And the only one of the DVDs I kept in, when I moved here, because I had to get rid of some stuff, 
was Scared Stupid. And like, I loved that movie as a kid. And when you told me you watched it, it was like, oh, I'm so excited to watch it because I haven't seen it since I was a kid. And I don't know if it's because, I don't know. I just couldn't put it on. Hmm. There's something, I guess I get that. Being a 35-year-old man, 34-year-old man, <laughs> Drinking whiskey in the dark, watching Ernest Scared Stupid by himself. Like, if I was with friends, it'd be, like, yeah. fun to make fun of. I couldn't justify See, it. See, I hadn't really seen it before. I'd seen maybe, like, a few scenes or something. Well, but... I just, and I also just didn't want to be reminded of 14-year-old Ryan dressed like Ernest for Halloween. <laughs> what did you, like, did you look good? Are there any pictures? Well, I still have the vest and the hat, like, around the house. Hey. The denim venom vest. That was Ernest. <laughs> what did oh. you, um, so what did you think? I'm sorry. I mean, it was. It was silly. It was an earnest movie. It was fun, though. Was the director was, something Cherry? Yeah, John Cherry. He did, like, and all it came out them. in 91, mm. I believe. Because Ernest was a commercial. Yeah, he was a pitch man yeah. or something, right? Yeah, and then yeah. they turned it into movies. Jim Varney. Um, yep. But yeah, like you said, he's like, a, you know... Uh, I described it to you guys yes, as a... Uh, just you go ahead and do the a honors. mentally challenged hick who hangs out with kids and fights a <laughs> troll. troll. That's <laughs> it. That's the movie. <laughs> and he does this... Ew. <laughs> He's pretty ridiculous, but he's great. He's fun, man. He goes he's all. Great. He's like a Shakespearean actor. I think he just knew he had to fucking go all in, and he did. I can't believe you didn't watch it either. Adam. Died of cancer, I, young. I don't. Now, think, had you ever seen it? I haven't seen a single Ernest movie. Oh no! In my life. Oh, wow. I'm blowing it. I, I saw like Camp as a kid. I caught him on TV, but yeah, it was really like middle school. Me and like uh, the Flins, for some reason, just like we were ordering the VHSs off of like early Amazon. We were just all in on Ernest. We we're making GeoCity websites with like click oh on his God. face. Now it wasn't like I'm exaggerating a little, but it was odd. We were odd kids. The troll is. Do you remember what the troll looks like? I that do. thing is. Yeah. That thing's got two noses. And he does the. And he has Miak. <laughs> that looks right? crazy. Remember the Miak? Yeah. <laughs> I remember the movie. <laughs> Miak. Remember the Miak. I would say I would say both of you should just watch it. Well, I can't now. Maybe, it's like it's like how I miss the Halloween movies. I can't watch them in December. Maybe next maybe next year. I could watch Ernest Saves Christmas. You could. I'm not going to. You won't. <laughs> But that's it. So, Ryan, your number 14. Basket case. Oh, hey. 1982 Frank Hennen Louder. Lauder. So now I I've never seen any of his movies until last year. Uh -huh. I watched with Tom uh, Brain Damage. Right. I've never seen Frank and Hooker. Maybe next year. But this year I was like, okay, let's do Basket Case. I wrote Turbo Sleazy Gross New York Low Budget Movie. A lot like Brain Damage from last year. I understand the appeal, but sort of bored me at times. Maybe I'm over a certain type of sleaze now. Now I think like it. I think I might be getting to the age. And, and this counts like trauma movies and where I still respect what they're doing mm -hmm. and I still think they're really inventive and creative. And you know I love low-budget movies. I mean, we made a low-budget movie, Maddie Ice. You can watch it on Amazon Prime now. Mm -hmm. But I think like I respect it. I love it. And a lot of it's impressive. And I actually do think it's a cool movie. But I think I'm getting to a point where a certain, a certain degree of sleaziness or exploitation doesn't – it's not that it bums me out. It just doesn't thrill me anymore. I don't watch it and go like, whoa, cool, like a bloody uh, rubber monster on a naked lady whose <laughs> vagina is covered in blood. Like I watch that now and I think, I feel bad for this lady. <laughs> and like I'm not sure if I'm supposed to think this is cool. Like I feel but like it's I'm, a movie. I think and, I know what you're saying. I'm just I getting to that age where like I still respect it. 
I'm yeah. still cool, guys. I'm still <laughs> cool. Do but you I, think if you had seen it maybe like 10 Oh, I think I would have thought it was pretty rad. Yeah. yeah. Now it's just like, I, it's, again, I don't get like anxious, but I get like bored. I get like, mm. okay, I've seen this. I know what this is. And I just kind of feel like, let's. that's how I felt a lot of these movies, I hate to say. It was like, all right, let's just get through it. It felt like homework sometimes. Yeah. Um, I'm not shitting on it because I know people love it, and I do think it was a really a cool movie. I don't know if you ever saw it, Adam. I have not. No. You like? Do you like Frankenhooker though? Right. I did. You probably would I mean, like I, it. I, it's been 18 years since I've seen that, right? But I remember liking it. I remember it's you know like street trash, like all those kinds of movies. Chris never showed that at like a uh, marathon. I don't Frankenhooker. think so. I was drunk for a lot of it, but I don't think so. But I, I don't think I've seen. That seems like a prime choice for a Chris marathon yeah. pick. Yeah, it does actually. But yeah, um, I, I don't have a whole lot else to say about it. So uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, and this was like this was like his big movie. Like he even put this character in Brain Damage and made sequels. And um, that RoboCop ornament that company made like basket case ornaments. Like it, it's a it's a popular thing. So anyway, Adam, you're number fourteen. I blew it. I really blew it with this because this really should have been my number thirteen. I did Friday. The 13th. Oh, yeah. 1980, directed by Sean S. Cunningham. Uh, uh, what else did he direct, Ryan? Anything? Because I, I didn't put He's anything He's more there. of a producer. More of a producer. He used to do softcore porn with Wes Craven before they both went on to make, like, movies, I believe. Oh. They knew each other. Okay, then. Yeah, fun fact. That's um, for real? Yeah. Oh, wow. They did, like, really weird, like... That's one of those things where I can't tell if you're joking No, no. Because it almost sounds I mean, a I could too be, ridiculous. I could be wrong, but I don't think it, I am. You would have said something a lot gnarlier, I think, yeah. in softcore. <laughs> Which, by the way, this is kind of on my list. I watched this movie this year, mm -hmm. but I, I didn't add it. Uh, here were my stray observations uh, watching Friday the 13th. The original, uh, Tom Savini on the gore. All right? Oh, Tom Savini is so good. Uh, yeah. I wrote, Annie is a babe. Okay. She's the first girl that gets killed she's kind of like a bait and switch yeah you think oh here's your final girl and then whoop, nope you're in the woods there um local legend county adjacent so this was uh yeah blairstown diner and yeah yeah film this is the most famous this could be one of the most famous movies filmed uh, anywhere you know 20 miles from here yeah mm -hmm. it's probably it's crazy like <laughs> This franchise, like people forget, but you still see shirts at Walmart with Jason. Like it's it's fucking like, beyond iconic. Uh, young Kevin Bacon on the set. Yep. Uh good to see young Kevin Bacon, fresh face. Always good to see it. Yeah. Not quite as young as him in um, Animal House, which is I think that's when I think young Kevin Bacon. Like that's yeah, that's really early Bacon. Uh, <laughs> this could this have been titled Camp Blood? Yeah, I think so. I think they had the title before they even had the movie. Then, uh, like Halloween came out, and they were like, "Let's make something called Friday the 13th. I don't even think they had a premise yet. Now this came out in 1980, and the music is more in the camp of the 70s, and almost really invokes more like Psycho. And I, I wrote, "Would synths have been cooler?" It's because I love synthesizers. Yeah, it's such an iconic score, but it does have that like '70s slasher movie feel still. Yeah, it does. I couldn't, I couldn't help but think, would I have liked this movie more with synths? But that's just me. Uh, Jeep sequence is sick. Yeah, Jeep sequence is sick. <laughs> Motorcycle cop is hilarious. Can it, Cochise? 
Yeah, he's so useless. That was like an added thing, I think. Oh, choice for the camp to not be open yet? Genius. Yeah. So key. Yeah, and most of them are, are like that, actually. Yeah. And it makes sense. Because otherwise, what are you going to do? Have it happening around kids? and mm-hmm. It's so much better to not have that. And then I also, there's so many references to old Hollywood. All these kids are doing impressions oh of Mae West That's and Bogart yeah, and you're right. Catherine Hepburn. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is like the bridge, like bringing, you know, old school into the 80s it right is here. always interesting when you watch even 90s stuff and like kids are making references to like hey sweetheart like like yeah. in Casablanca <laughs> and stuff and you're like who does that and then you have to remember like oh these kids it's they're not that far removed yeah and the writers are even less far removed they're older right. so it's like yeah you get these old-timey references yeah Halloween kind of beat it to the punch with um casting donald pleasance and all the writing done specifically for pleasance versus all the writing done specifically for the teenage girls like that's so genius yeah it's pretty it's like two different movies but yeah this is um just a continuation of that and just i don't know it's it's a undeniable classic it's one of those movies where everyone always says like listen there's so many slashers out there and i've seen a lot of them and we're just talking about like the italian ones but like I, I don't. There is something about this one that stands separate. This series. Yes. I think some of it is that it's Jersey. So like we, I, I we are. I grew up in Jersey Lakes. Mm. So there's some of that that's there. But right in the, Kate's backyard. But the, yeah. Yeah. But I remember the, just something about the atmosphere and the pace. It just works. Mm. It just fucking works. I don't know. They lightning in a bottle or something. What were you gonna say, Kate? Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Technically, no, no. I didn't interrupt you. No, you did not. Yeah. You did not. I don't remember. Maybe it'll Technically, I interrupted your interruption. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> I just want to make that clear. Uh, I, I think I stopped myself. Okay. Um, no, I was going to say, I feel like I haven't really seen this one very much. What, your next one or hit? The one no, you- no, Friday the 13th, the original. <laughs> I I've seen I the either. ending. People will say they're slow, and, and I get it, but I, I think, th- again, I don't know. Maybe it's just because of the way that... I feel that like the- I've seen the last like 45 minutes of that a bunch, or I've maybe s- like the last half hour. I've seen it a lot, and, and it's safe to say that uh, Friday the 13th landed in October this year, so uh, it's, it it's, did. it's fair to say cool. I, I will probably have uh, some Friday the 13th movies on this list. Oh, wow. So... Oh, we may not be done tuned. talking. It's such a bummer that the ending gets spoiled in every teaser imaginable. Like, oh, we're going to play this on TV and they show the Yeah, end. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and I, like, I don't know. I kind of get it because it's like, who doesn't know by now? But I, yeah, I know what, what you mean. mean. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. It's uh, just a... Very Carrie kind of ending. Screen cappy. I mean, they basically just stole everything, but in a good way. Kate, your number 15. This is going to go fast because we already talked about this movie. Uh, this is Fright Night. I watched the OG. You watched the OG. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we Do- did talk about we it. We did talk about it, so we can mosey right along. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, your number 15. I kind of wrote Friday the 13th slash Friday the 13th Part 2, so I'll just say Friday the 13th Part 2, which I think has been on my 31 for 31 before, but it's a Steve Miner. Um and I don't have a whole lot to say about this one either. It's it, We pretty much just said it about the first one. They're very similar. But this one's the one where Jason's in it. I never saw the town that Who? Uh, treaded sundown, but I think that's where they got the bagged head. He's wearing like a bag over his head and... Uh, a burlap sack. Uh, Jason Voorhees. Uh, oh, oh, thanks. Thanks for clarifying. Yeah. Uh, and I, but it's... Uh, it's great, man. It might be my favorite. And it might actually be my favorite Friday the 13th movie. I love it. Uh, I think it's awesome. And uh, 
That's I, I, I. What am I gonna say? I could go on and on, but you get it. People know these movies. They know Friday the Thirteenth. You know? Maybe they do. Maybe our listener do. Maybe our listener don't. Continuity wise, do, maybe they don't. It doesn't make total sense these first few, but mm. I love that they're continuous. I, I think the kids in this one are really good. There are scenes where the kids are hanging out where they feel like real people who are friends, and uh, you know they go to a bar and it's you really like these people. And then at least I thought they were they seemed cool. And then you uh, you would hang with them. You watch them get brutally slaughtered for a while, and uh, then the one has to like outsmart him. And I, I like it. I think it's a good slasher movie. There's a cool chase at the end. You know, gotta love a good chase in a slasher. (laughs) Yeah, there's like a cool, like not like Texas Chainsaw, but like a cool chase where he's like in the fore, the background, and she's in the foreground, and you're like, oh shit, I saw him. You know what Mm, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. People are jumping through windows. You get it? it? There's like kind of a a trippy ending. Look, what do you want me to tell you? It's Friday the Thirteenth, all right? You know, you 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 get it. Actually, you know what? I mean, this doesn't count anymore because it's fucking December, like we all said. I watched, uh, well, I put on and fell asleep. I was watching the fourth one last night. I love the fourth one. Yeah. There's just something about, I don't know. I came to them kind of late. I, I was renting them at Blockbuster in my 20s with a couple of friends. I came to them kind of late, but there's something about, I mean, I saw a couple as a kid, but there's something about the feel of those movies that is like weirdly comforting. Again, I, maybe it's just because we grew up not far after, you know, mm. th- that time period in a very, from the, in that environment. But anyway, um, and a weird mutant man with a mask did try to kill me many times. Yeah, I remember that day. So, yeah, it was all in that one day. <laughs> so anyway, Adam, your number 15. I watched Santa Sangre, 1989, a Mexican Italian joint production directed by Alejandro Jodorowsky. If you've ever done drugs in your life, you've seen El Topo or Holy Mountain. Never seen either of those. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm surprised being friends with Chris. (laughs) Wine spots. Well, I don't watch everything he watches. No, I know, but... Uh, I get your point, though. My stray observations here. A beautifully grotesque masterpiece about mommy issues that turn into homicidal nightmares. Don't they all? Who doesn't love mommy issues? Yeah. Everyone's got them. Everyone can relate. Yeah. Hard to recommend to anyone with a weak stomach, but the movie is definitely a visionary masterwork. Probably uh, AJ's, that's Alejandro Jodorowsky's most accessible movie, which isn't saying much. I was going to say. It's saying something, but (laughs) it's also also not not saying much. Um, Yeah, so it's, there's a, it's kind of like a freak show, a traveling freak show. Mm -hmm. And a a woman that's in the freak show uh, gets her arms ripped off. And her son needs to be her arms. Oh. Wait, what? Yeah, it's very, it's grotesque. It's it's gory. But God, is it, it's just, it's beautiful. It's just so, it's so, (laughs) it's it's colorful. No, (laughs) I didn't, I didn't cry. I'm teasing. I cried listening to Born to Run earlier uh, this week. Well, that makes sense. That's beside the point. That's the, the, that's um, the, that's the appropriate reaction to Born to Run. <laughs> yeah, but, what? How else would you? Which you can hear me talking about on Jason and Josh's podcast. I I, I just think that this this movie was awesome. It was definitely one of the best five, four or five movies I watched on this list. Okay, uh, 
Ryan, I'd, e- I'd even recommend it to you. Although really? the, the weak stomach thing. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm not, it's like, I'm not, I don't vomit from gore because it's all fake. I like gore, but it's like, I don't know how much I want to, how much I get out of it. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm in, I'm in, engro- I'm in, was engrossed by it. You know, yeah. it kind of reminded me there's, um, did you see Nightmare Alley? No, I really I, liked Nightmare Alley. I, I want to see Nightmare Alley. And I almost, I saw the original on uh, Criterion uh, and I almost watched that. I've never even seen Freaks. No. So I, I, I'm i blowing it on the Freak Show stuff. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, this Basket is. Basket Case is kind of a Freak Show thing with like the mm. guy and the brother. Anyway. Yeah, this is a far more uh, grotesque and uh, it's just, it's really just the Freak Show thing. But, yeah. Yeah, there's something that those freak shows, man. They, it's a, yeah, it's a disturbing. Uh, it's like it's a touchstone of horror. Yeah, which is unfortunate because there's a sadness to it too. Because yes. it's like people being used, and I think that's one of the reasons why it's so effective. Yeah, because you get you tap into that sadness and you feel so awful. Yeah, even like Elephant Man, like yeah. any of that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. So that's uh, my glowing recommendation of this horribly horribly grotesque movie (laughs) kate your number 16 my number 16 is actually another movie that we all watch possession oh my god is this happening right now oh that's um what's that possession you said yes this is happening right now. that is my number 23 and i will just say i love that movie That movie is so good. And it's gotta, okay if you disagree. No, no, no. no. I gotta, just got to read my notes again because I actually wrote a lot. directing, everything is so cool about the movie. The acting, Sam Neill's great. Uh, what's her name? Isabella Gianni. Yeah, Isabella Gianni. The way that they like, she's like screaming and just like using her body. And the, the freaking golem octopus thing. <laughs> This is so the strangest cool. uh, review of, but you're not what? wrong. But I mean, I know it's about like, you know, relationships. 1981. On, uh, you, go ahead. Un, un, oh, I'm going to blow this. Uh, Andre Zulowski. Yeah, it's, that looks right. Uh, a cu- Polish fella. Couple breaks up in Berlin and crazy shit happens. It's so uh, cool. I like your quote, Adam, of what a breakup feels like. Right, mm-hmm. you were quoting I, someone I, else. Yeah, I but, stole that from a review. Uh, the beginning, for the, sure, like the first the insanity like, twenty and the, the ugliness or of half it. hours, just like <laughs> Dude, I don't know. They do a really good job. There's there's so many amazing quotes. First of all, I love Sam Neill in the rocking chair. Oh my god, just, yes. yeah, that's so bananas. He looks great, going completely nuts. Uh, I love. This is a very subtle line, but in the very beginning of the movie, they're both in bed together, and. Um, she asks, were, were you unfaith were you unfaithful to me? And Sam Neill just goes, Not really. Yeah. <laughs> so so amazing. Uh, that's great. I think the cover art, like the, the oh, cover, that's so cool. Yeah, like, I think Chris speaking of Chris has a tattoo of that, of the woman. Oh, he does? The, yeah. I, I I thought this movie looked really awesome. Yeah. And there it did. was and every time I almost wanted to shit on it, every time I was like Assuming I wasn't gonna like it, something would happen where I'd be like, "All right, that looks that looks no, fucking yeah, cool." yeah, I like the cinematography. It I looked it it was a very I liked it. I didn't I didn't love it. Here, listen, I have no real problems with the movie, but kind of like a David Lynch kind of movie. I feel like sometimes when movies are like you're supposed to feel something more than understand what actually is happening. I don't. I think I'm a dummy, and I just tend <laughs> to go like I don't understand what's happening, and I just tend to like kind of get, like I I lose the 
the thread, I think. So there's moments mm-hmm. in the movie where I'm like, wait, what the fuck is going on? Why is there <laughs> two of them? Like, I, I, I get it's all symbolic and metaphorical, but I, sometimes I have trouble understanding what the fuck I'm looking at. The that man with conf- the pink socks? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you see a guy with pink socks and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. I, sometimes I, and then there's things like, the rocking chair, is, as funny as it is, or when she's spazzing out, as funny as that, or not funny, but as fucking mm-hmm. and cool as that is, mm-hmm. I can't help but also be like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. And it's like, I feel like an idiot. Because mm. usually I break movies down and I analyze them and I find meanings and all these things. But sometimes these movies are so like dreamlike that it's like, they're, I feel like they're, I, I can't Yeah, they're think, kind of like surreal in a either, way. Yeah, it's definitely surreal. That it's almost like hard for me to understand what the hell I'm watching. And I have trouble like with that sometimes. Maybe if you just watch it again... Maybe, but there's a lot of really cool shit. I mean, Sam, I I really, everyone's good in it. Like, I really didn't have any serious problem with it. I really liked the, it. The camera work is so crazy chaotic. Yeah. <laughs> in, in that in the first pink sock scene when he's just it's just spinning around, yeah, going around in circles, like you want to vomit. And then there it's just all wide angle lenses of these fights that they're having. That car accident at the uh, towards the end, yeah. the way that's filmed, I'm like, wow, that's fucking cool. This the scene where she's going crazy in the subway. Boy, did that catch me by surprise. I'm watching this movie. Really? Well, I'm watching this movie and I'm going, what's going on? She's like kind of being like weird. Like I must have looked away for a second mm. and then she's throwing milk around. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? Like I, 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 I rewound and watched that again, that whole scene. Because I was like, did I miss something? <laughs> I couldn't figure. I guess she was just going crazy. I don't like. That's you mean what she's like. Yeah, like foaming from the yeah. mouth. So I'm saying that's, a, that's what turns right. Isn't that what turns into the? Oh, she's yeah. she's like fucking yeah. the thing. Yeah, that's and right. then it's slowly. She's like he's not. He's almost there. It's yeah. turning into this like ideal guy, oh, I suppose. And go on and on, Uncle Heinrich. Yeah, dude. I, <laughs> dude, I, who was that? Refresh my memory. <laughs> that was the guy she was seeing. Who Sam Neil has oh, to like, deal with? Oh, that weird guy who like beats the shit out of Sam Neil. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, oh, like, yeah, yeah, he yeah, knows yeah, karate. Yeah, yeah he <laughs> fucking like spy shit. Beats and Sam Neil is like weird. Is, is randomly a spy. Like it, 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 it is. It is a strange fucking movie. So. Yeah, me. I had some trouble with it for that reason, but it's cool. It's unnatural. It Everything is, yes. about that movie is totally unnatural. That's a good way of saying it. Yeah. And oh god. Yeah, so I think that's what I had trouble with. But, I mean, you got to be impressed by it, yeah. I thought it was cool. I thought it was really cool. I'm glad I saw it, finally, you know. I wanted to rewatch it, and I didn't get a chance to. Well, you I, had more to say about it than us, I think I so. Oh, man, I just... I remember you were, like, obsessed with it when, for a moment. Yeah, I can't stop watching it. Did you watch it last year for the first time, the yeah. year before? Yeah, I watched last it, year? yeah, last year, and it blew my ass apart when I watched <laughs> it. It was just, it's just so goddamn good. And then I watched all, like, all that, that that dude uh, Andre Zawalski's movies. Was, was other stuff? That, that's his only movie that's in English. Oh, uh, and he his other movies are great, but was that the dude you were having a hard time finding his movies? Yeah, they're yeah. really hard. But Some of just, them are hard to find. You were saying what's wrong with the other ones? Um, nothing's nothing's wrong with them. I just wish that I knew how to speak French for this one. Like he. I forget which are subtitles. Title. Yeah, but they're talking so fast that you can't yeah. even read the subtitles. And there was elements of it that reminded me of like Cronenberg. Like um, the, the, even the monster as it's fucking yeah. her is very like brutish, very Cronenberg-y. 
Body horror. Body yeah, horror. Body yeah, horror. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was cool. I, I'm glad I saw it. Dude, doppelgangers. Yeah. That, that was a what yeah. the fuck moment That's for me. That's what I'm uh-huh. saying. Like, <laughs> and when that happened, I was like, what? <laughs> I kind of understand, like, okay, the monster became like him, I guess, but uh-huh. she had a doppelganger too that he yes, was hanging out with. Yeah, and it, she did. So you're like, I guess it's some symbolism shit. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Like, I, I, and I was re- I was looking it up because I did. I wanted to know, so I was looking up different theories, and I don't know. It was bad shit, but I I, I liked it. I was glad I saw it. Their son's name is Bob. Yeah, <laughs> it's who like drowns or so. Dude, that scene of him in the bat. You're like, what is happening? <laughs> I don't know. It was a crazy movie. It was a, it was an odd one. It was cool though. I I was glad I watched that. Yeah, I'm I'm glad. I was like, all right. I'm, I'm so glad. Very very yeah. cool. And they like grabbed me from the beginning. It was on too. Shutter, which I uh, so I was maybe like, that's how I watched. I'm I not was, sure. How I, I gotta I gotta watch it. I'm glad I did. Um. All right. So Ryan, your number sixteen. I got like a toothache happening. Um, uh, I didn't want to put all the Friday the Thirteenth I watched. Because I, I watched three of them, but I put this one on because I was low on movies. I watched Friday the 13th Part 8, 1989, Rob Heaton. Mm. So this is him on the boat. It's Jason Takes Manhattan. It's called mm. Friday the 13th, Jason Takes Manhattan. And it's uh, he's mostly just on a boat or in Canada. There's like one scene where he's walking through Times Square. Um, <laughs> it's So Jason Takes Manhattan, kind of. Not this really. is the <laughs> movie that I always use as an example on like the pod and stuff. When people are talking about slasher movies and I always say like, I can't be too like Scream Five or whatever. I'm like I can't be too hard on them because if I like Jason Takes Manhattan, then I have to put like all slasher movies on that fucking scale <laughs> of just like like if is it fun? Are there cool kills? Is there like a neat like kind of atmosphere to it? Like it doesn't. You don't have to do much to make these movies work for me because I do like this movie. It's like the Kane Hodder Jason era. And uh, I, I do like it, but it's it's completely ridiculous. I, I don't have much else to say about it other than that. So, uh, Adam, your number 16. Terrifier. <gasps> Yay, I'm so happy you watched T- this. 20, 2016. Oh, no, no. You might have jumped the gun a little bit. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've wanted to watch these movies because they're such a big deal now. They're making a third one. The second one was this big hit. Yeah, I thought. Remember, we talked about like getting together and watching. Because that's kind of how I want to. I know they're so gory. I hated it. Oh no! I know they're so gory. I'd rather watch them with people than alone. So seems more fun. I think they're fun. I have a text here that I composed to a friend that recommended me this. I wrote, "I don't know about Terrifier, dude. Seemed a bit one note. I mean, I'd be impressed if you made it. And the dude is horrifying looking. Art the clown. But it's not scary, funny, or compelling enough for me to enjoy." Straight up gore porn with no tension building. No. It's really the Art the Clown show. And the only reason why this movie has any legs is Art the Clown. But I think that's impressive though. That you can that you can I like Art the the director now because he directed like I think a bunch of uh, anthology movies with this character and then it turned into Yes, it was like All Hallows Eve or something. Yeah, and it became this big deal. Yeah. Who is he? The director? I I actually didn't write it down. Damien Leone. Yes, that's right. I skipped it. Uh, I'm 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 sorry. I'm sorry, but I people say the second one is better. Yeah, I I have heard that. Two and a half hours. There's a third one coming in. I know it's Christmas so themed. It's a clown killing killing people in a warehouse. And yeah, but don't a, you think it's? I mean, I don't know. I, I get what you're saying about like gore porn. Um, I don't like that. 
but like I'm not interested. Like I think it's impressive that someone can make a movie where it's like we're not going to cut away. The joke and the fun is how insane the gore is going to be. But that's how I, I take it mm-hmm. as I think like, but I don't, this is so silly. And but like, I don't want to really watch that. Well, then, yeah, maybe. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I get the appeal of that and mm-hmm. I understand the shtick. But, like, I'm kind of with Adam if there's no, like, point. It's I a, don't know. I kind of like Art the Clown. I think he's kind of funny and... Like him just ripping people apart. I feel like at a certain point, he's um, charisma he, and he's omnipresent. <laughs> he's in, in every scene. Yes, and right. He's he's never hiding in the shadows. He's out in the. I think so the it's second really one hard more that, characters, but yeah, it's kind of hard for that to be compelling. It's it's yeah. the anti Jaws. You know, you don't see Jaws. Yeah, I, that's literally the shtick. The yeah. shtick is you're following the killer as he just dismembers people for hours. And I just don't know if I really care that much to see that. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe I love it. Cause I, you know, I like a lot of weird things. I don't but know. I, I mean I'm like reluctant to watch it. I'll be I get honest. That. Yeah. I get that. <gasps> it's not it's not very long. It's like an hour twenty. I know, but the second one people say is better is like I two like the hours. second one too. Up to oh, two hours. Uh, two hours of just killing? I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it'd be awesome. What do I know? Hello, Kate. I want to play a game. Fifteen-year-old <laughs> Ryan would have loved it. That's for sure. You're number seventeen. Maybe. So this is another movie that we all watched. I think. Ernest Scared Stupid Two. <laughs> Ernest Scared <laughs> yeah. Stupider. Once Bitten. Ah. Nineteen eighty-five. I did. It's my number twenty-seven. Oh really? It's low on it's your It's my list. number eighteen. Oh. Uh. So yeah. Directed by uh, Howard Storm. Howard Storm. Howard Stern. Howard Storm. And we got a young James Carey, <laughs> a Jimmy Carey. You're right. Uh, what's the premise? There's like a countess. She needs virgin blood before Jim before Car- midnight. Yeah. Jim Carey plays Mark Kendall, an 18 year old virgin, so desperate to get laid that he lets Lauren Hutton give him a BJ. <laughs> <laughs> he turns into a vampire as a result. That's what I have written down here. I wrote oh. 80s teen sex comedy with vampires and Jim Carrey. In other words, amazing. But then I wrote actually pretty goofy and bad, but a lot of fun to watch. Remember the dance off? Yes. <laughs> yes. I actually filmed that on my phone and was going to send it to you guys. But the, it's pretty the, silly. It was too long to send to you. Yeah. It's. It's a teen sex comedy. Yeah. There's a horror like kind of bend to it. I, have I a mean, w- it's like a Halloween movie. You know, like more like yeah. of a. I have a weird memory of watching it as a kid. They were, oh, you had seen it before. But it's they were advertising Bride of Chucky. Mm-hmm. So Chucky was hosting like these a horror movie marathon. Like I, I, it's this weird memory that I've never been able to find online. <laughs> and one of the movies was Once Bitten, and I watched like some of it as a kid. And I remember just thinking like, Oh, Jim Carrey. I've never seen a lot of these early. Like I never saw Earth Girls Are Easy. Oh, that one's good. Yeah, that I, one's really I get good around. actually. So, but so it was, it was cool to finally I don't watch. Know if I've seen that. It's cool to finally watch I, Once Bitten. I, I gotta say, Once Bitten gave me one of the. He probably gave me the biggest laugh of any movie on this list. Yeah, what was the. This, the thing you liked about it? the In the beginning when he's in the he, ice cream truck, Jim Carrey drives an ice cream truck and he's his girlfriend's in the ice cream truck and he's really desperately, desperately trying to get this girl to put out. Yeah. Just <laughs> so, so 1985 yes. teen sex comedy. And she won't. And 
a bummed out Jim Carrey steps outside oh, of his ice cream truck. Everybody having sex yeah. and and the legs are out the you, window. You see just a guy's ass like bouncing up and down <laughs> yeah, in a convertible. All the cars yeah. are bouncing. And yeah. it, was, <sighs> it was really the way it was edited. It just like cuts to you see a guy's ass bouncing. Yeah. I, I started dying. It yeah. was so funny. But um, yeah. Um, it's a fun little 80s watch. It's like a, a, in the same vein of like Teen Wolf or like Teen Witch or that show. I never saw it, yeah. but any of that, show, oh, that Oh, I think Teen Wolf is better. But any of that, like, teenager monster comedy from the 80s, I don't know why the fuck that was a genre, but it was, like, one of those. Yeah, I can really only recommend it to a Jim Carrey fan, this yeah, movie. Yeah, same. Uh, honestly, and it, nine years before Ace, too, so he's yeah, particularly he's no, he's nobody. Yeah, he's, he's just a kid. But you can see him, like, doing his thing. Yeah, yeah there's a couple scenes yeah. where he kind of does his act a little where you're like, oh, yeah, he's, he's trying to sneak in as Jim Carrey a little there. Yeah. yeah. How'd you like that uh, shower scene? And that's another... Ooh. Dude, 80s sex comedies are easily the most problematic movies ever. Oh, my God. There are scenes where you're just like, oh, my God. And this was like, yeah, it's, it's something else. Whew. Yeah. My yeah. word. Uh, so Ryan, your number seventeen. Uh, the Fun House, nineteen eighty one. Toby Hooper. Hey, uh, Tobe. Slow burn, but cool carnival atmosphere. I liked it. So basically, this was like a um. There is a there's a guy there's a like a not a free show. It's like what do they call those dark rides? It's like a ride in a carnival, and these kids decide to sneak in there and spend the night there. And there's a guy who's like a mutant in a Frankenstein mask, like a like a, and he's not all there, you know. And he, uh, they, they catch him committing a, a murder uh, of a hooker. It's all pretty grimy. So now they're trying to get out, and one of them steals his money. They're trying to get out, but him and his father, this carnival barker guy, are trying to uh, kill the kids. It's um, it's not like amazing. It's Toby Hooper kind of taking a crack at like a mainstream slasher movie, but there's some cool kills and there's some cool stuff in it. Like I said, it's got like a really cool carnival kind of atmosphere to it. I had seen it before, but completely forgot about it. Um, it's it's not the most memorable, but mm. I li- I liked it. I think it's a fun enough, cool little uh, '80s slasher movie. So, but uh, okay. I know I'm racing through these not on purpose. I just don't really have a whole lot to say. <laughs> So, I mean, I don't know if either of you have ever seen this movie. No, I have it up right now. I'm just looking at the Wikipedia Wait, page. Notables? Notables? Uh, I don't remember. I don't think Mm-mm. so. Not yeah. that I know of. Elizabeth yeah. Barrage, Kevin Conway. That kind of sounds familiar. Yeah. William Finley, Cooper Huckabee. Yeah, and I don't think so. Coop. Yeah. I fin- don't know who that Finley. is. Finley. But did you already say, Ryan, that this was uh, Hoop's first like first major movie after yeah the I didn't say Chainsaw? that but it was like his this was his like crack it then he made an alien movie which I've never seen Eaten Alive is that I, what you're talking about I don't remember but that kind of oh. bombed so then he I think it wasn't until Poltergeist that he really got like another chance because this movie I don't think like crushed or anything but it's mm. it wasn't it wasn't bad and no I don't think that was the only <laughs> movie yeah so anyway um Adam, so you can kind of see why I was getting exhausted too, because I was watching a lot of movies that were just like. Uh, hey, what made you want to watch this one? It was just sort of a spur of the moment one. Oh, I've okay. seen it before. It's a Toby Hooper's. I was like, why not? Hoop. I know, but then there's meanwhile there's a million movies that I really wanted to see yeah. that I didn't watch. But you kind of have to go by the mood. You can't I always. Know. And I wanted to watch stuff that I didn't really know that well, so I could have something interesting to say. And anyway, Adam, you're number seventeen. The Watcher, 2022. Oh my, 
Oh, 2022. Never mind. It's directed by uh, Chloe Okuno. She did a segment in VHS 1994, 94. Never seen any Never of Never seen any of them. Yeah. This stars uh, Micah Monroe. Did I pronounce that right? Micah? Micah Monroe? She was in The Guest, and it follows. Yeah, I think you did say that right. She was market corrected by Florence Pugh. Sounds like another podcast we listen to, right? Florence Pugh? Market corrected. I don't know what you're talking about. You don't? Okay. No. <laughs> Moving right along. Now, this movie I thought was the anti-terrifier. It was too much tension building. Yeah. It built, and it, did, it built off to a not terribly great payoff. Yeah, if you're going to slow burn, you got to have a payoff. But that being said... Um, I, I guess, should I talk about what this movie's about? Or does Do I even have, remember? Like a stalker or something? Yeah, there's a, it's a stalker situation in a European country, which is always scary for an American in yeah. a dark European nation. Yeah, I've never seen like Hostel, but I, I know that, uh, yeah, the idea of a, being stuck in Europe scares people. Yes, uh, <laughs> Micah Monroe, uh, she plays a, a retired actress... And she's living there with her, I believe, fiance, who's some sort of, I don't know, businessman asshole in Europe. And she's just kind of stuck in her apartment all day. And there's a rear windowy. So it's like things you've seen before, rear window and then yeah, the, the rear window guy stalking her. And is, but wait, is she stalking him? What's going on here? I think that this director has potential, yeah. very clearly has potential, but... Yeah, not the most compelling horror flick here. All right, but kind of cool. Solid. It was. It was a solid six. She's not bad. I've 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 only seen this follows once, 5. but I, I liked it, and I've seen the guest a couple times. I like that one too. Before we move on, we're gonna take a quick uh, music break. This is a request from our guest. Caitlin Barone, once bitten, here on Ryan and Adam and Kate's 31 and 31 show. Why is he whispering?
Once bitten from the film Once Bitten. Hey guys. Stupid title. Welcome back. Uh, what does that mean? Is that part of like a phrase, once bitten? Once bitten, twice shy. That's a thing. Yeah, it's a it's a an idiom. Is that the right? Yeah, but what does it mean? It means um hmm. once you've I'm gonna botch this. Once you've been fucked over, you're now you're um now you're you'll be careful. Am I screwing that up? A person who has failed or been hurt when trying to do something is careful or fearful about See? doing it again. There you go. <laughs> Adam's an idiom machine. I can relate to once bitten, yeah. twice shy. Okay. Uh, once uh, bitten, too shy. It should be. Your, your number 18. My number 18 is Candyman. Classic. 1992. The Ridge? Yeah. 1992. Uh. Bernard Rose, I think, is the guy. But uh, you guys have seen it, right? Yeah, it's oh, a great yeah. one. It's great. Yeah, yeah. It was on um, AMC, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna watch this." I, saw, I caught, I caught oh. like the ending. I caught parts. It's so good. I love That's that. That's a movie. top five horror movie. It's so good. Tony, it's really great. Tony Todd is awesome. I love the parking garage scene. I think that's so cool. Yeah, and and it, and it, it was before they were like. Um, they really started pushing the social commentary, like in the in the new one and stuff, which is fine. But this one, it's like it's kind of subtle. There's like it's like subtext. Mm-hmm. And there's some really great scenes in this movie. Yeah, it's a, and the music's great. That music oh box. My God. Oh, it's so good. Love it. So good. It's also based on a Clive Barker story, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Never read it. Did you? No, I never read any of them. I think oh, it, never any. Never oh, wow. any. Never, never any. Not, not even, even a one. Not even a one. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's my favorite Clive Barker movie. Clive Barker based movie. I, I prefer Hellraiser. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fair. And I think it's. I just like I. Candyman just rules. It, it it's does. actually terrifying too. It's to a certain so extent, good. yeah. Completely. Yeah, I I, uh, I was happy that it made it on my list, even though I've seen it a bunch. And sometimes I want to do like movies that we we haven't talked about or no. Seen, I've got some. I've got some obvious ones. I did pretty, the Friday Thirteenth. Pretty classic. Virginia yeah. Madsen going completely nuts. She's great. She She's is great in it. Yeah, it's one of those um, movies where like the person's going crazy because of it, and everyone no believes. She has them. kind of a Vivian right. Lee vibe. I don't know. You know? Who, I don't know who that Wait, is. Wait, Vivian Lee? I know that name. Hang on. Psycho. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say that. Jamie Lee Curtis. I was going to say that. I don't think her name's Viv- Vivian Lee. I think it is. No, it's, I think it's Curtis. No, Tony Curtis is her father. Oh, no, it's it's it's, uh, it's, it's Janet, it's Lee. Janet Lee. Who the hell's Vivian Lee? Oh, yeah. it is Janet Lee. Who's yeah. Vivian Lee? I don't know. I was very. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm shot. Who is Vivian Lee? She's yeah. a British actress. Oh. Uh, old timey, an old timey, old timey actress. Yeah, it must have been something you saw. What was yeah. she in? Uh? She was in Gone with the Wind, A Streetcar uh, Named Desire. Oh, so she's incredibly famous. Yeah. yeah, I've never seen any of those movies though. Yeah, I had a cross, a cross contamination of my Lees. Yeah, it happens. The, the wires were getting crossed. Oh, you're there. thinking of Bruce Lee? Dude. <laughs> oh, dude, of <laughs> yeah. course. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce Lee. <laughs> You're thinking of the movie Bruce Almighty. Oh, Bruce Almighty. Oh. <laughs> Wait, Tommy Lee. How many more Lees no, are there? No, you're Tommy Boy. Oh, no, Tommy I, Boy. I'm circle back and say, I think it's Bruce Almighty, because Jim Carrey was in Once Bit. Right. Now it's oh coming full circle. Number here. 23. Uh, <laughs> is that all you have to say? Uh, yes, sir. I believe so. Ryan, you're number 18. So this is the last one of these movies I watched, and uh, it's Saw 2. And it's 2005 by Darren Lynn Bousman, and I have absolutely nothing to say about it. All right. It's a it's a it's a cop drama with uh, one of the Baldwins, 
And the jig, the jigs, <laughs> one of the lesser Baldwin. The jigsaw guy. It's the one from Sixth Sense. Which he, I remember being pretty good in that. But he's there the, was a Baldwin. He's in the, the Sixth crying Sense? guy at the beginning. Who oh, Donnie. Willis. Donnie. Oh. Yeah. Um, he does fine. And some of the traps and some of the think Donnie, the, right? the escape games are cool. And Jigsaw's in it more. And I will watch the others at some point. I didn't hate either of these in, in terms of concept. But, like, I have nothing really to fucking add. I have nothing deep. I don't even have notes written. So I'm just not even going to bother. Adam, you're number 18. Ryan, you're going to love this because it's Once Bitten. So we could just skip it. Once Bitten. All right. Kate. Right. I do love that. You're number 19. Train to Busan. Oh, yo. That was my number 30 last year, I think. Yep, 2016. I uh, can't pronounce. E. Give it a whirl. Yeon Sango. Nailed it. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good to me. I thought it was a lot of fun. This was one that I watched through the Stay of Homekins watch along. Were they, was it fun listening to them talk about it? It was. I really yeah. liked this movie. It was so fun. I thought there was like. It's like, sad at the it, end. It though. wasn't. It it's, wasn't too intense for a watch along. Yeah, especially a comedy watch along. Yeah. I know. I mean, yeah, it's intense, but did they get sad at the end? I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, they weren't happy. <laughs> I know. It, it is brutal. Curious, I know it is, it curious is. to hear what they had to say. You should listen to it. You don't uh, subscribe subscribe to that uh, their old. Podcast. You know, they did this thing called <laughs> Stay at Home Kins because it was during COVID. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's been three years. Give it up on this pod. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I, I don't think they know what they're doing either, but they've. They do different like gimmick things to, um, and they, doing a lot of like shows and movie watch along. I'm actually not against the show, but I do not subscribe to it. I'll, I'll go to it every now and then and see if they did anything interesting. You should but, get a free subscription for your last name alone. I know. I keep trying to tell him. Uh, I keep DMing him and saying, "Dude, we have the same <laughs> last name." He won't respond. So I don't. How know. many people in the world do you think have your last name? Probably a lot. But this is also a, a fellow East Coaster. I, I I don't know. I feel like we, yeah, because he grew up in what like PA. Yeah, I think Kyle on on uh, Twitter one time said, mm-hmm. "Hey, sweet name," and he said like, "Yeah, you too." I don't know. I gotta get <laughs> I gotta get in touch with this. We both have gaps in our teeth. We might be related. Yeah, you just got to do the mustache. Yeah, start dressing nicer. There are 193,000 yeah, yeah, nice records available for the last name Tompkins. How many? Wow. <laughs> Sorry, 193,000. Wow. I've met I've met uh, uh, one 192,000 of them. No, I met one in England or uh, from England once. Oh. Greg, I think his name was. He was a fucking, as they would say, cunt. <laughs> Ooh. That's what they would say. I'm speaking his language. How about uh, num- I, Numpty? Actually, didn't even know him that well. Anyway, w- w- how about Numpty? What the fuck are you saying? Numpty. What is that, Numpty? That means it's stupid. You're a stupid friggin' Numpty. <laughs> Let's move right along. You made that up. I swear to God. There's no Numpty. I swear to gosh. All right, let's move on. Let's move on, please. Okay, so Ryan, your number 19. The Boogeyman. 2023 Rob Savage. This is the only one that I did that's based on a Stephen King story. I never even read the story. Um, it was new. It was on Hulu. This is a uh, cliche trauma horror movie. Started up. This is what I wrote. Started up pretty cool. I can relate to having a booger man because you know a booger, a man? booger man. Because you know he's crawling around the shadows. And I was thinking oh, of these the, like your centipedes. I was thinking of the centipedes and just the idea of like like I can relate to having a booger man. But then I wrote. <laughs> It, for some reason, ends with Elvis's burning love, seemingly for no reason at all, except that there's a fire in the movie. This is a trend in horror <sighs> movies now, where pop like culture songs like it's getting out of control. But uh, it, this, it, this would feel it felt like oh, like, uh, we, we, 
It's like if Smile is a copy of a copy, this is a copy of Smile. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like how many of these fucking movies where it's like, oh, it's a metaphor for trauma. How many do they have to make? I mean, it was fine. The Booger Man looked pretty cool, <laughs> in fairness. I did like the look, the style. But towards the end, you're like, what are the rules of this? You really kind of just totally fall out. I, I, I don't know. I didn't love it. I didn't love it. But I didn't hate it either, which is kind of what I'm saying for every movie uh, almost. I feel like I say the same thing for every movie. Because most movies are just fine. And I, 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 there was a couple on here that I liked and disliked more. But um, look, it's a, it's a fine you know two hours on Hulu. If you want to watch The Booger Man, watch The Booger Man. Actually, that guy, <laughs> the guy that did that did I literally da- wrote Booger Man. <laughs> the guy that did that did Dash Cam, which I'm pretty sure was a movie on my list last year that I actually was pleasantly surprised about dash cam movies it's like the zoom movies or the found footage movies i can't i understand but i thought it was well done you know another one the movie where it's like it's all one take i've seen that done well but like that doesn't entice me actually kind of bums me out like i don't need this fucking gimmick (laughs) so you don't like birdman not really oh wow I gotta watch that one again. I, I liked, remember enjoying it. I liked it in the movie theater, but I just have never had any interest in watching it ever again. So mm. take what you take what you want from that. Um, Adam, your number nineteen. Inside, two thousand seven, a French production. It was directed by a team, Julian Mori and Alexander Bustillo. I'm a, it just. I hope I'm right. I hope I'm right with the... Nobody listening knows, so... They did the Leatherface movie. Oh, the new one? Yes. I saw that new one. Uh, This inside stars Beatrice Dahl and Alison Paradis. Um, This movie was super bleak and fucked up. Um, A pregnant woman is being terrorized the whole time. The uh, the directing and pacing were very on point. And and it really keeps you guessing... And I, and I love, and it has this really tense soundtrack that really, really gets in your head and makes you, makes your skin crawl. But do I want to watch a movie about a pregnant woman being terrorized for an hour and a half? I, I'm going to assume no. I was going to say, I, I don't know. Are, uh, do you? And there was also a really... <laughs> never answered it. <laughs> rhetorical question. Okay. I know the feeling, though. I know what you mean. It, it did this horrible 2007 CGI where you're seeing the baby in utero. I hated it. Oh, that, that classic? Was, oh, it was so... I, I hated like that. Fincher did it a little with Listen, like Fight Club, but that I, thing where like it goes inside... The person. Listen, I'm aware of the stakes. Right. I know what the stakes are here. Yeah. I don't need to see a CGI baby in utero getting kicked around. I also, no thanks. I know what you mean, though. There are a lot of movies that I'm so curious about, but I know they're just going to be like brutal for two hours. And it's, I don't know. It's, I don't find any, it's, it's just sometimes it's too much. Yeah. So uh, I, I can't recommend this. Okay. Kate. All right. Well, you can't recommend it, huh? Guess what? <laughs> yes. It's the last movie of, of uh, the episode. Thank God. Uh, gotta, so I gotta, you're. I gotta swill the quill if I'm gonna get any. <laughs> you're number twenty. This should go fast because this is a classic, one we've all seen. Ernest scared stupid. <laughs> no, Halloween, the OG. 1978, Jonathan Carpenter. So upset I didn't watch that this year. I mean, I had to. And I was like, am I, I not, caught most of it. Am I not going to put it on the list because we've talked about it? And then I was stressing about the list and I was like, I'm putting it on there. I don't care. I know the feeling. <laughs> I had that feeling a lot. Yeah. And I do. It's kind of weird. It is silly, but I do kind of feel weird 
not watching it or some of it at least. I watched it in the movies Halloween. last year, year with Adam and a few people. And this year when I caught the last like half hour, I found myself like looking at my phone a lot. Mm. And I thought I've seen it so much. Maybe it would be good to take a break from it for a year. You know what I mean? Mm. And then next year it'll like be a little more fresh. I watched a lot of it. But yeah. It's still great though, right? I mean, it rules. Of course. Yeah. It's classic. Did you know that the mask is William Shatner? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they still ask him about that. Like I'll still see interviews where they're like, what is this I hear about it being William Shatner? It's like, oh, for fuck's sake. Ugh. <laughs> Some people say the score was taken a little from Deep Red. I don't know how true that is. Like, I don't, you mm. know, he didn't invent slasher movies, but it was the f first of that ilk, and it was enormous. Anyway, I don't think, I, and I think he invented the score himself. But anyway, um, do you have anything else you want to say? Uh, no, just um, <laughs> the keys. <laughs> uh, what? The keys. The keys. Oh. The keys. I love that. The kid's just like, what? <laughs> I would be like, you fucking goddamn <laughs> Get the fucking door. I'll kill you. Um, uh, all right, Ryan, you're number 20. The Frighteners. Oh, cool. 1996, Peter Jackson. I loved this movie when I was a kid. Yeah. This was like one of those movies that was like on the black box, you know, when your parents black had the, box cable, the yeah. illegal black box. And I would just watch it. It was one of those ones I watched over and over. I was, you know, I liked Michael J. Fox from Back to the Future, obviously. And I loved this movie as a kid. I I know I'm interrupting you. I'm so sorry. Right, go ahead. MJ Fox. Do you know he was actually supposed to play the once bitten Jim Carrey character? It makes sense. The it, Teen Wolf. That makes mm -hmm. total sense. He, yeah, he's done mm -hmm. some great stuff. Apparently, he's got a really sad Parkinson's documentary on Apple. I might watch. But anyway, go ahead. Called Sarah. Still, which feels cruel, but I guess he approved the name. Um, it's Michael J. Fox, Jeffrey Combs, Roger Predactor from Ace Ventura, <laughs> and others. I literally wrote that. Uh, <laughs> I wrote. Predactor. He's in it. It has some silly tone shifts from comedy to actual horror, which is kind of like early Jackson movies. But, but and I think it works overall. Um, really fun movie. I just think it's a strange movie. It's it's one of those movies where it's like, why did I love this as a kid? I'm a weirdo. But I, I, I really like The Frighteners. I think it's a really fun movie. And then, like, Gary Busey's son is trying to kill as many people as Starkweather, you know, mm -hmm. to link it to the Springsteen, Nebraska of it all. <laughs> but, uh... I don't know. I thought it was a cool movie, a fun movie. I like it. I like it. So uh, it was fun to watch it again after loving it as a kid. Um, Can you recommend it to me today? You, you never seen it? No. You should watch it. It's it's like I said. It has some weird tone shifts because Peter Jackson used to be really wacky mm -hmm. before I go to the rings, but. I, 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 it's a fun movie. I, he, I think it's a really fun movie. Did he do this before the one with the like nymph fairy? You know, Melanie Linsky. He Heavenly Creatures, yeah, which I've never seen, but I believe that was before this. Really? I think. Okay. I think. I might be wrong about that. It was around the same time. It was the 90s. Yeah, the mid-90s. Um, But yeah, I, I think she actually has a cameo in it. So yes, I think that was before this. Okay. I didn't catch her cameo, but I read it about it. Uh, Like Arlie Ermey is in it. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of really fun stuff. I think it's I think it's definitely worth a watch. I think you get a kick out of it. All right. Um, yeah, it's it's been in my head forever. All right, Adam. Your his name is Bannister. I think about that a lot. I don't know why. Frank Bannister. Anyway, Adam, your number 20. Now, my number 20 was named one of Quentin Tarantino's top greatest films, all right? Ooh. 
This is Pandora's Box, 1929. Hmm. One of the oldest movies I think I've ever watched in my life. <laughs> it was a German production directed by G.W. Pabst. Now, this silent film follows Lulu, played by the lovely Louise Brooks, a seductive young woman whose uninhibited nature brings ruin to herself and to those who love her. I took that from Wikipedia. Now, the uh, this is a, a silent film, 1929, with some sexual themes. Very scandalous in its day. Hey, now. It was, it was heavily censored. Hey, now. And now... <laughs> It probably would not classify as a horror film if it wouldn't if it weren't for a very important appearance towards the end by a certain Jack the Ripper. Now the actual Jack the Ripper? The <laughs> he is a character who's supposed to be Jack yeah. the Ripper. Gotcha. Sort of like Michael Myers is supposed to be the boogeyman. Right. And William Shatner. And William Shatner at the same time. Uh, I, this is a long, this is a two hour silent film. Yeah. And it, it had, um, I think it was on HBO Max, uh, and it had this really bad kind of classical music in the background. And I, I watched it with, um, yeah, these old movies with um, my lovely lady friend, Allison, and she told me to just mute it, just mute this. And we watched it in complete silence for two hours. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, yeah, why not? But right? silent movie, basically. I mean, uh, it's, it's fantastic. I could see why QT put it on his list of greatest films. Yeah. And, uh, it's, uh, is there any feet? Quite an achievement. There, there might be some yeah, how feet. Many feet. Easy joke. <laughs> I mean, Lu Louise Brooks is. I, I think she's probably the reason why I was able to keep um, my attention for two hours. Okay. She's a very, very beautiful woman, and right. uh, a fantastic okay. silent film actress. Why does that make me uncomfortable? What? <laughs> I the word beautiful. You're right. You're right. I'm the one that's wrong here. Yeah, here she hear. is. Oh, I've seen, I've seen like this, like oh, sure, yeah, this poster and all this. Yeah. Oh, it's a very, very famous, yeah. film. Yeah, important for film history. I don't know if I've seen the movie, but yeah, being included on this year's thirty-one and thirty-one, uh, we have reached the email portion of this episode. Look, I'm gonna just tell you, I'm doing one email here, and and Kate, you have something you want to read. Uh, yes, I. You have, have a, a statement prepared. I have to make. a statement. I'll let you do your. I'll let you do yours first. Okay, I just uh, maybe you do yours. All right, I'll do I mine first. Mine. All right, this is from Mr. Joshua Mooney. Hey, like Joshua our, Mooney, our second guest. There are thirty-one nights of horror. He wrote. Now he was he was Instagramming a lot of these, and some of these he recommended to me. Mm. Um, and I watched, I think, one of them. But um, all right, number one, The Fog. Number two, Over the Garden Wall miniseries. Number three, Event Horizon. That was another Sam Neill. Didn't watch it, though. Number four, Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. He was, I told you he convinced me. Right. Number five, They Live. Number six, Dead and Buried. Number seven, Psycho. Number eight, Psycho 2. And then he wrote, Suck My Ass, Ryan, Psycho 2 Rules. <laughs> I like Psycho 2. I just He thinks it's better than one. Wow. The hype on movies like Psycho 2 yeah. and Exorcist 3 is fucking through the roof, guys. Relax. Yeah, they do not live up to the originals. That's a flaming hot take. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you like it more, fine, but you're wrong. Uh, and I don't usually say that. Number nine, Suspiria. Nice. Number 10, The Blair Witch Project. Classic. Number 11, Psycho 3. Number 12, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the, new, uh, the Next Generation. I don't think I saw that one. That's the one with McConaughey and Renee Zellweger. No. <laughs> 
13, Friday the 13th final chapter. Nice. You were watching that last night, Kate. 13, okay. Four, yeah, good, good numbered. 14, Pearl. 15, VHS 85. 16, The Hunger, which I've never seen and wanted to watch this year and didn't. Oh, dude, Tony Scott. I, th- I think he, I know. Yeah. That's who directed it. I was trying to think of that. Yeah, that was my recommendation to him. I was going to do that and cat people and do like a Bowie double feature kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I didn't watch either. Number 17, The Loved Ones. That was on our first year's list. Oh, yeah. I think about that movie sometimes. That was like a weird pick for me. Yeah, solid. Number 18, Halloween 3. I wish I watched it. Hmm. Number 19, The Witch. I want to see that again. Number 20, Twilight Zone. Nightmare at 20th Feet and Living Doll. Okay, we'll count it. See, the Halloween movies, you can't watch them any other time of the year. That's the problem. I mean, I guess you could, but it's not like other horror. It's like that holiday's right in the name. Number 21, The Booger Man. He watched it also. (laughs) Number 22, The Other Suspiria, which I didn't see. Number 23, Fall of House of Usher miniseries, which... Me and Kate did not finish, and Correct. I talked to some people recently who also felt the same. Felt the it same seems, way. It seems like it, I want to finish it, but it seems like people are having trouble finishing it. I was talking to Josh, and he said he thought of it as like a Final Destination movie mm-hmm. where it was just watching shitty people die. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, maybe I have to go in with that attitude. 24, Totally Killer. We talked about that. 25, Bones and All. 26, Ouija Origin of Evil. That's a Flanagan, I believe. Bones and all. Yeah, I don't know that yeah, one. Yeah, that sounds familiar. It sounds familiar, but I don't know it. Oh, I think, is that the Timothy Chalamet? Oh, uh, yes. Is a cannibal oh, movie? I've I don't know seen that. parts of that. I don't know mm-hmm. that movie. Mm-hmm. I was late to him. 27, Talk to Me. You saw that, right, Kate? Oh, the... The hand the, one? Yeah. People loved it. Meh. I know. I, was, I, I didn't Meh. see it. 28, They uh, They Follow. I wonder if you meant It's Follow. It no, there is a, I think there is a movie called They Follow. Run out of names. <laughs> uh, 29, Frankenstein, classic, assuming the original. 30, Night of the Living Dead, classic. 31, Halloween. Damn, that's a good last three. I'm fucking jealous. Solid. Then he wrote, Fuck You, Ryan, Psycho 2 is good. <laughs> you wrote it again? Never <laughs> said it wasn't. It there you go. Joshua Mooney, lover of Zach Braff. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Josh. Um. All right. So this is a list. For my brother Chris, I think he had a bunch of creature features on it too. Creature features, right? Isn't that what they're called? Yeah. Okay, so oh my god, this picture. Number one, the mummy. Number two, the mummy's hand. <laughs> Three, House of Frankenstein. Four, the mummy's ghost. Five, Deep Shock. Six, Land Shark. I want to watch more of those old horror movies. That's cool. Seven, Snow Beast. Eight, Evil Takes Root. Nine, Behemoth. 10, Last Voyage of Demeter. I watched that. Bohemian sounds familiar, but most of these are not movies on any of our lists. No, he watches some interesting ones that are pretty yeah. bad. Um, <laughs> 11, House of Dracula. That's okay. All right. 12, Fang. 13, DNA. 14, Shark Man. I watched 15, Snake Man. <laughs> 16, Night Creatures. 17, The Mummy's Curse. Like those sci-fi movies almost. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. 18, The Werewolf. 19, The Slaughter of the Vampires. Okay. Uh, the Slaughter. I wonder if I saw House of Dracula. I might have. Nosferatu, The Vampire, The Werner Herzog. Oh, nice. Gun. That was on yours, yeah. 21, Revolt of the Zombies. 22, Space Probe <laughs> I love it. They're like, Taurus. like, like fake <laughs> Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Space Probe Taurus? <laughs> I think These are like those fake movie titles that you would hear like in another movie. <laughs> yeah, is this a real list? <laughs> These are like Chris Flynn movies, it sounds like. I liked a lot of the, the sounds of a lot of them. I typed in Space Probe Taurus and nothing came up No, not Taurus. Taurus. T-A-U-R-U-S. Oh, like a Ford Taurus? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Space Probe Taurus. Uh, 23, The Monster Project. 24, Werewolf Reborn. 
25 Frankenstein from 32. So that's is that's the original. So many classics on this list. I so know. many pre 1960 like films. Sequels to classics <sighs> that like. 26, The Black Sleep, 27, Conga, I almost watched Abbott and Costello meets Frankenstein, but I didn't. Snow Beast, 29. You already did Snow Beast. You watched Snow, Snow Beast, Beast twice. Wait, where's Snow Beast? Two Beasts. It doesn't oh, yeah, matter. Yeah, there is Snow Beast. Maybe it was a, a different year. Different oh, oh, wait, is he talking about Snow Bees? Is that a movie? Yeah, the snow, the attack of the killer snow bees. <laughs> is that real? No. <laughs> I would have believed it. Uh, cold Skin, The Curious Two Case of Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, nice. and then Five Nights at Freddy's, which is like, really, you're going to end that list with that <laughs> movie? <laughs> I wonder which uh, Dr. Jekyll, I never watched any of those Dr. What's Jekyll movies. What's the deal with Five Nights at so Freddy's? It was a video game that a lot of like Gen Z kids loved, because I work with a kid who went to like, premiere night. And so they made this PG-13 like adaptation. I think Matthew Lillard is in it. Yes. And it's like is. the Chuck E. Cheese robots coming alive and killing people. But it's I, there's all this lore because of this video game and these YouTube videos. So these kids fucking really eat this shit up. And it, and so it, it – uh, and I don't think it's like too gory. Like I said, it's th- PG-13. So like tons of fucking people saw it. It made a lot of money. But I didn't see it. Did you see it? I saw it when I had my little cousins for a sleepover. They wanted to watch it. So I watched it and not my cup of tea. Yeah, yeah. Figure. Not for me. <laughs> yeah, but that's all I know about it. So yeah, more than me. Um, I I try, I try I don't know why I knew it, but I did. Uh, I know we have other emails and we have ten more movies, but I gotta call it a fucking night. I have like a toothache and I've been. Yeah, I, that sucks. It's four minutes to eight, think, and you have a hard out at eight. I think it's a sinus thing. Well, because mm-hmm. I really don't even. That's almost too like too close to nine. Gonna, I understand. Affect, I mean, I think we did good. It's going to affect Ryan's sleep. I don't want to have to do the no. quill again. I did it last night. Oh, I think we did great. I think this was good. Yes. Um, I think uh, it was solid. And I think let's pick a day off mic and we'll do the rest. And yeah, then we'll, we'll call it a fucking day. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there. I hope you enjoy your foods. Happy and, New uh, Year. Well, not yet, but soon. <laughs> do you guys have... You were on our New Year one last year. Oh, God. Do you yeah. remember that? We all got COVID. Me and you well, got COVID. Yeah. <laughs> um, is that is everyone good? I'm Email great. us the truth, Adam at gmail.com. Yeah, definitely do that. Uh, maybe don't send so many voice recordings. No more audio. Like once in a while, it's fun, but we can't. You, you, you know, it'd be a whole episode if we played all these voice. You recordings. know what I think's cool though that you guys were doing was like calling people and just chatting that for fun? a little bit. Yeah, I really like that. too. Would you appreciate that if we did it to you though? Yeah, sure. Dep- I mean, depending on what I'm doing, call I, me. I kind of want to call Josh. Not Marie. answering the phone. <laughs> Yeah, don't answer. Leave me a voicemail that I screwed it up, like Jason. I kind of want to call Josh Mooney and just play the Scrubs theme song, like into the phone, <laughs> and, and and see how he reacts. You want to you want to do that now? No, just, just no, for no, posterity. No. We'll, we'll, we'll do it in time. He doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> um, thanks everybody for listening, and uh, I don't know. Like like I said, happy Thanksgiving. I've got nothing to. I don't know. Say. Um, I said boo last say, time. Boo to a bee. Booby. <laughs> Okay. Do it. You do it. I right, just well, did it. Right. The keys. No, you got to say it the way she Not does. the cheese, the keys. That's from the mask. <laughs> Bye, everybody. See you next week. Bye.